Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Entrepreneurial Chiropractor Podcast, where we interview successful chiropractors to learn about their journey, the obstacles they've overcome, and how you can model their approach to build your chiropractic practice. My name is Andrew Alex, and I'm joined by my wonderful, magnificent, gracious host, Scott Solari. Scott, how are you? Oh, Andrew, I love that introduction. God, I'm, I'm so good, and, and you know how much I like that. Ugh, yes. I, I feel like it, it invigorates you for the podcast. <laughs> it does. It gets me very excited. Um, and I'm, I'm super excited about this. Why are you excited? Well, I know Roberto personally, and uh, you know, just great guest. Roberto, you must be speaking about our excellent host, or not host, but guest for this week's podcast, Roberto Monaco. He is the founder and chief presentation officer at Influenceology, a public speaking and presentation coaching company helping individuals, business owners, and corporations to achieve better results in sales, leadership, teamwork, and communication by implementing the art and science of influence. Robert also teaches chiropractors how to use video marketing to increase referrals and how to develop persuasive presentation skills and attract more clients from group presentations. Scott, what are all of our wonderful listeners going to learn from your interview with Roberto? So, Andrew, they're going to learn... Um, about the the five wards is what Roberto calls them of um, presenting and whether it's a you know big event presenting on stage or whether you're presenting to a group at a at a you know a dinner or luncheon or at a business and um, he's going to talk about psychology structure of your presentation delivery influence and then of course the business of speaking meaning how do you get in front of people. What do you have to do to, to get yourself in front of uh, groups to speak with and to close more business? So those of the chiropractors out there that need to you know, hone in on their speaking skills, which they should be doing this, if they're a chiropractor, they need to be speaking to people and t- talking about wellness and health. Um, you, you know, Your luncheons, your dynamic dinners, or your speaking at businesses, he goes through uh, how he structures all that. Fantastic. Well, let's find out all of these systems and how you can implement them uh, back with your practice. And we'll check in with you after the interview. Roberto, thank you so much for being on, man. I, I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for inviting me. I'm super fired up to be here with you guys today. Excellent. So, so I think you know what we what we want to jump into is is talking about you know the most important skills or training that a, a chiropractor needs to have mm-hmm. um, when he's doing public speaking or presentations, really he, like a skill of communication almost, right, Roberto? I mean, to, yeah. to be in front of uh, new patients and prospective patients and, and things of that nature. So wh- where do you even start with them when, when you start working with someone to, to help them get those skills? Yeah. So basically, I like to teach public speaking presentation influence into five words so make i make my teaching super easy for people to understand so the first word that i like to talk about is i call psychology or the mindset of the presenter because it's caught so many people so many kairos i always ask them look if you were to get your master community and you were to to do workshops to companies, to do dinner with a doctor program, to do patient orientation classes, to 
to maybe start doing video marketing, to go on TV, to do radio, to get your message to the masses, would you benefit from it? And I, I get 100% yes all the time. I never say no, I would not. As a matter of fact, I don't know any chiropractor who has like a, a huge impact, a huge practice that doesn't do any type of a public speaking presentation groups. I haven't seen it, you know. And, I mean, it's not like you, you have to do it, but if you want to, if you really believe that chiropractic message is about life or death, then you want to make sure you can reach as many people as possible. So why is that most chiros then don't, don't focus on it or they're not consistent? It has to do, number one, with their psychology of influence because a lot of people, they allow the, I call the funda, Scott, F-U-N-D-A, F-U-N-D-A, fear, uncertainty, uh, nervousness, doubt and anxiety stop them from, from really... Uh, communicate a message to the masses. So the first thing that chiropractors have to own is that they're, the, the first quick tip here or idea is that the chiropractic message is bigger than any chiropractor out there. And I hope that instead of like you, your mindset is like, oh, I have to speak or I have to present or I have to do this talk, I get a chance to, I want to, because that's how when you communicate your message, your story, you have a chance to impact people. And, and I always tell this in my classes that if you don't share a story, the marketplace will create one about you. Right? right. If you don't share your story, the marketplace will create one about you. And, and so many chiros, they, they say, Roberto, I, I just operate with your photos. This is great. But I'm telling you, if you communicate your story to a community, you can see five, ten times more people. Oh, I don't want to see more people. Well, why don't you put a assistant doctor then and just go right back and help more people? Because it's, it's, it's funny, I hear the rhetoric of people say, yeah, it's life and death, and I want to help more people. But when it comes to, like, okay, let's go then, let's communicate, let's impact. A lot of people have these limitations or these fears or these uncertainties that hold them back. So that's why before you talk about the skill of delivering a world-class talk, you have to address the psychology. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So staying on, on the psychology part, let's say that you know a lot of our listeners, uh, Roberto, are probably uh, potential newer chiropractors in the yep. field. Let's say that they're, they understand that they need to, to do that and they've, they've accepted the idea of it, but they don't know where to start. Okay. Where do you start them with the process? I mean, obviously, going to one of your classes is a great idea for anyone that's out there. But, but just if they wanted to start getting comfortable with communication, uh, you know, where do you suggest they start? Well, the first thing, that you, let's say you never spoke in public, because I know I received an email the other day from a couple of students, chiropractic students, saying, hey, man, we don't get this training on the school. How can we help? Well, I have, a, I have 200 videos on YouTube if you go to your astrology channel, you can start there. And I, everything that I cover from public speaking to, to, to video marketing to storytelling. But the best thing that I will say is you get a presentation, you know, a 10, 15 presentation, 20 presentation about chiropractic, and you start rehearsing at home for real. And I, because, look, I speak in front of thousands of people. When I have a talk, guess what? 
I'm rehearsing in my office by myself, and I'm speaking to my furniture. So there's no excuse. So you start where you are, you know. And then with, I think preparation is such an important part uh, so, uh, to allowing people to transition from, from this fear, maybe uncertainty, maybe doubt and anxiety, into confidence. So you have to be prepared. The second thing that you've got to do is to change your focus because so many people, they have the wrong focus. They focus on how do I look, how do I sound, am I being judged, instead of realizing that every time you communicate, it's always about moving the audience from point A to point B. In the case, you have patients who have subluxation to move them into subluxation uh, free, you know, nervous system, because you all know that subluxation kills, and you've got to get this message out to people. And I feel that when you realize that it's not about you per se, it's about the message then, that helps the fear as well. Preparation, change of focus, and go to get some, uh, I mean, I literally have hundreds of videos on YouTube. If you go to Influenceology channel or you go to Influenceology.com, and I have a lot of free resources if you want to start out. So we, we covered the first ward. What's the, yep. let's get, the, into, let's get into the second <laughs> ward. Yeah. The second ward is I call structure. You know, it's presentation structure, which is called, I, takes me around 10 hours to cover this. <laughs> so I'm going to be very careful here, okay? <laughs> but very careful to cover structure maybe five minutes. But here's what it is. It's, it's structure gives you freedom. And most people, okay, they, uh, they don't understand communication, especially group communications. They don't know there is a structure that, that is guiding the message. For example, let's say you're using a Word document in your computer, and you open up a Word document, and you have the white page, and you're typing the words, right? So you, can, you physically can't see the words. Now, most of us, we don't think that underneath that white page in a computer, underneath those words, there's actually a software code that's causing those words to show up on the screen. Does that make sense? Yes. And the software code, there's this, when you speak, when you see a great speaker communicating, there's always, always a presentation code. And what I teach is the code. How to code messages that can cause the audience to take action. Could it be a five-minute message, a 10-minute message, a 15-minute message? And if you're a leader out there, if you're doing workshops for an hour, two hours, half a day, a day, three days, whatever, it, the kind of speaking that you do, there's always a code. And so that's presentation structure. In short, right? in short, uh, the influenceology way, you, ha you have in a presentation, you have five major areas. You have the opening. That is the first part of presentation is how you really break people's thinking patterns and you cause them to pay attention to you. And I teach different, uh, 18 different ways to open up a talk. You can open up a talk with a question, a story, physical activity, a quiz, a survey. There's all kinds of things you can do. The second part of a presentation structure is called pre-framing. And pre-framing, the best way to understand pre-framing is like this. Imagine you go to a party, and you walk in a room, and you see there's a hundred people dancing on the floor, having the dance floor, having fun and dancing and singing, and they're having a, the best time ever. 
Then you look to the right, and the right corner, you see a couple fighting. And then you receive a text, and your text is of your buddy, and your buddy goes, hey man, can you take a picture of the party? Let me know how the party is. So instead of like focusing on and take a picture of the 100 people dancing on a dance floor, what do you do? You take a picture of the couple fighting and send to him. Now, what kind of perception that your buddy, when you receive the picture of people fighting, are they going, is he going to have? I, and then this part is not fun because all you can see is a couple fighting. You see, I go on my phone and I choose how to frame the party, correct? I could have framed, hey, I want to take a picture of everybody, 100 people dancing and singing. So framing is what you allow and what to cause the audience to notice about your information. And framing is more advanced. I teach now classes at least eight kinds of frames where you talk about the content pre-frame, what you're going to be talking about, why the content is important to the audience pre-frame, Obviously, you have your personal story. You have several things that you can do to help you frame or position your message properly so that your audience focus on exactly what, what you want them to focus. That's pre-frame. The third part of a presentation I call the, the body. That's when you tell the whole story. And there are many, 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 many different ways to... Organize a talk, not just one. The, one of the most effective ones that I use all the time is this sequence when I talk about the problem. I introduce the problem. Then I talk about the cause of the problem. Then I talk about the implication of the problem. Then obviously I introduce the solution. I, I prove that solution works. I talk about some of the alternatives of the solution uh, and how mine is better, and then I move into my pre-close. So that's the, 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 the thinking pattern that I like to use, the problem solution. And then, the, so we talk about the opening, the pre-frame, the body, the fourth part of the presentation is called the pre-close, and here is when you start introducing your offer, you start using some influence laws for, uh, or principles such as future regret, where you take people to the future and, and you ask them if they're going to regret by not making a decision today. You can talk about uh, freedom of choice, for example, when you acknowledge people that have a choice to do something right now or not. So there's a lot of things that you can do in your pre-close. Again, if you're closing for an appointment, for example, or it's different than closing for a $4,000 care, so it's different. And then you have your close, which you do a call to action, and then I always like to leave the audience in a high emotional state, and then I close again. So that's the sequence, opening, pre-frame, body, pre-close and close. Again, usually it takes many, many hours to cover. There's a lot of detail on it, but I just want to give the audience here a quick overview of our system. So that's the second word, presentation structure. Excellent. So real quick, Roberto, you know, as this applies to chiropractic, mm -hmm. what's some of that content that you hear, that you see people doing really well, the chiropractors that you're working with? I mean, obviously, every, everyone's got their own individual story on how they, 
you know, came to chiropractic and became a chiropractor because, I mean, a lot of the stories I've heard, at least, are, uh-huh. you know, something happened to them in their life when they were young, and uh-huh. the chiropractor was, like, the last resort. They went to the chiropractor, and it, and it saved their life, essentially. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Um, what else do you hear? Like, like if you were going to run through, uh, you know, like, if someone's listening right now that, that really doesn't have their presentation dialed in, you know, what would... What would some of the suggestions be or some of the things that you're hearing like for chiropractic specifically? Well, there's, there, there depends if they're doing a dinner you know, the doctor, if they're doing lunch or learn, if they're doing a doctor's report, if they're doing stress talk, if they're doing ergonomic talk. Now, here's something that I, I – so we use this format, okay? So let's say, for example, you would do and – and this weekend uh, I saw a talk. And so the, your first uh, your first part of presentation could be you talk about how the the health how is the health in America you know do you live in a health sick country people say sick and then you can ask them what's causing them and then the the, the audience gonna reply saying things like the you know the food the stress lifestyle and then you agree and then you can say well there's a lot of things causing. You can talk about not taking ownership of your health is one. And then you can talk about, look, the, the major cause of us living is because most Americans define health as how we look, how we feel. We are proactive instead of reactive. And then if you, could, if you have this belief, then what is the, the impact of having this belief? And then you can talk about the financial impact, emotional impact. And then you, 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 say, you redefine what health looks like. We talk about what health truly is, which is function, and then you can talk about, you can introduce the concept of when you're functioning 100% don't get sick, when you have 0% fu- 0% function, you're what? They want to say that, and then you can talk about the, the principle of what controls function, your brain, your spine, spinal cord, and nerves, but, and then you're going to introduce subluxation, you know, that, that dramatically reduces the function of your uh, nervous system and your organs, and then you, you talk about, it depends what kind of talk you're giving, then you can go right into the close because the close is about identifying, uh, minimizing, and reducing subluxation, and they have to come to the office to see them. So in a nutshell, that is the a flow that I have been working with several doctors in that realm. Excellent. Yeah, I actually saw um, a talk last night and uh, the close was for an appointment. And, yeah. and uh, what, I, what I really liked, and I don't know if you teach us or not, but the, yeah. the doctor left and it made it much more administrative uh, because his admin staff were there to schedule the appointments. Uh, and the doctor was gone, right? Right, yeah, which was 100%. a really cool, I thought that was a really cool technique. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yep, 100%. Awesome. Well, all right. Let's let's. I, I know we can talk about all this stuff forever, but let's keep let's keep moving on um, and and go to Ward Three. Okay. So we talk about the psychology, the the structure, and the third thing has to do with uh, delivery, presentation delivery, has to do with uh, eye contact, for example. How to establish eye contact with the audience? We can talk about body language. We can talk about your energy level. Uh, one of the things that I used to do when I worked for Tony Robbins. I used to blast the room with energy right in the beginning of my talks because unconsciously I didn't know, man, but I was scaring people. So you always want to pace the energy level 
in the beginning. So once the audience is there with you, then you can take the audience into roller coaster. So you 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 match you and then you match the energy. Then you can pace and you can take them with you. And uh, so energy level, eye contact, body language, how you walk in a room, how we engage people. Engagement also has changed too, Scott, because before years ago, you know, let let's go back, like say ten years ago. Ten years ago, we didn't have Facebook, we didn't have Twitter, we didn't have LinkedIn, we didn't have Pinterest, we didn't have Instagram, we didn't have all these things. And now, the psychology of people, we are always interacting, right? You're commenting, you're liking, you're sharing, you're going back and forth all the time. Well, ten years ago, we didn't have that. So the psychology of your audience was different. And what happens is that now, because the psychology has changed, if you're doing a talk and you're not engaging them and you're not allowing them, quote-unquote, to have this conversation kind of like back and forth without being distractive, then they're going to zone out. So one of the things that I encourage is that you're able to elegantly and effectively and persuasively engage people throughout your talk without losing control of the room. So that's something we teach in our classes too. So the delivery has to do with how once you have a really powerful mindset or psychology, once you have a structure of your talk, then you can deliver a world-class message. Basically, a lot of times the doctor is super certain, they have a really good psychology, has a structure, but the delivery is subluxated. And the, there's a lot of subluxation to deliver the message. How? Because the doctor doesn't connect with their eyes of the audience. It says a lot of ums and ahs all over the place. Walks too much, too much nervous energy, sometimes speak too fast. So we have to remove that subluxation from the delivery of their message. I can totally see how that can get away with, away from someone, especially uh, if you're new. So if you're, you know, if you're doing, you know, a, a lunch or a dinner, um, what, how do you, how do you suggest that them practice the delivery? I mean, I, I feel like, you know, just common sense is, you know, doing it out loud, doing it in front of a friend, uh, doing it in front of someone you trust, and getting comfortable with the the process, right? Well, the best thing I'll tell you, what people hate it, <laughs> but is if you can record yourself for real. Well, I agree, practicing in front of a friend is great, but sometimes your your friend is not trained, you know, to to see because it, speaking and influence is just like any other skill, you know, like you, you can have someone watch your talk, be it's pretty good, and then you go in and you do any, you know, effective. Try to find someone who's qualified, who's able to tell you exactly how to improve. The most effective way is you, you literally, and I know most people are not going to do this, but this is the most effective way, you record yourself. You have a talk, record yourself, and send, send a the video to some a mentor, someone in trust, a presentation coach, and say, hey man, can you, this is important to me, and can you please review this? Now, here's something that in chiropractic is very unique. Chiropractors, in general, to be very successful, I'm talking about in terms of marketing, you need like three or four good talks, that's it. You need a good deal with the doctor, uh, you need a good talk to go to corporations. You can call, you can call whatever, stress management, uh, ergonomics, whatever it is. You may have, you may have, so that's, you may have your group doctor's reports. I know some doctors love to do it because save time. 
So you have like three talks, man. You're done. <laughs> and I think that's it. And, yeah. and then what happened is that and is a concept I've been teaching and, and it's really powerful. When you go to a Broadway show, you go to a Broadway show, let's say, at 4 o'clock, at 6 o'clock, at 9 o'clock in the evening, guess what? A good Broadway show is the same quality. And they do that show, they duplicate the show with the different actors, and some shows that they have been running for years, 10, 20, 30 years, whatever. How is that possible? Because everything is there, is on point, everything has a purpose, and they don't deviate. And what I found is that most chiropractic presentations, either the dinner, the doctor's report, or, or a corporate lecture, they don't have that presentation dialed in. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not good. Always changing uh, the presentation. Sometimes you connect with everybody and everybody signs up. Sometimes it doesn't because the doctor is off. And something I learned when I was working with Tony Robbins, we had this talk. We are doing this talk around 400 times a year. And I'm telling you, every word had a purpose. Every word. Every word had a purpose. And, and I will tell you, in my experience, 99.99% of the chiropractors are there. They are not there at that level. And I can give an example. One of my clients that I coach one-on-one, he sees 1,500 people a week. That for chiropractors is a big number. And he had this group of doctors report he was doing, 50, 52 minutes and he hired me. He said, Roberto, I want to I keep the same conversion ratio. I'm having around 65, and I wanna, but I want to do it half an hour. Is that possible? Say, so, dude, everything's possible. <laughs> and we just got to work. I, rev- I work with him. I review the doctor's, group doctor's report 10 times. He sent me a mistake 10 times. 10 times. And I cut it. We cut it together from 52 to 50, 49, 47, 46. And now he's doing, right? He, he went from a 52-minute talk to a 32-minute talk. Conversion went up. Now it's around 73, 74%. And he saved uh, all this time. Now, if you're doing a group doctor's report three times a week, man, you save a lot of time. And, yeah. and now we're going to take a next level, and you're going to go and record it so the doctor doesn't have to be there. And the reason you're able to cut, let's say, almost one-third of the talk and increase conversion is because we put massive focus energy in our presentation, which most people, they, Aaron, tell you, would be life-changing for them because now they walk in a room, they know they're going to get results. There's no guessing. There's no debate. You just go in, you open your mouth, you know you're going to get a result. But most people think they don't have the discipline or the focus or maybe the desire to do a process like that. Wow, I love it. I love it. Um, all right, Roberto. Uh, so so Ward 3's delivery, we just went through all that. Uh, talk to me about Ward 4. Yeah, it's called influence. And influence, you have so many different influence strategies. This is kind of like uh, once you have a powerful mindset, the structure of your talk you can deliver, then you've got to know some influence principles. And, and there's many, and I haven't created them. I, uh, I learn from scientists, and I teach how to use them in the context of public speaking presentation. And there's a lot, then, to cover in this area. One 
one of the principles, for example, is the law of commitment consistency. How do you get the audience to say a small yes throughout the whole talk so that in the end of the talk, you have a higher likelihood that people are going to purchase from you. So they're basically uh, one of the things that, they, that the audience can do and most don't do. Every workshop that you do from this point on, you, you bring paper and pen and a handout to the audience. Why? Why is that important? Because now they're writing things down. They don't have their cross, their arm. They're writing things down. They engage with you. And in the end, when you're closing for an appointment and you're closing for referrals and introduce them a piece of paper as for referrals, they already have been writing for an hour, 40 minutes, or half an hour. See? It's not like a strange element. Because if you didn't ask me to write down nothing for half an hour, now you send me, you give me a piece of paper asking for me to write down, uh, you know, the names of people that, and it feels kind of awkward. So the law of commitment consistency is small commitments lead to big commitments. So all, every single research out there that I come across, I try to apply in the context of chiropractic presentation, group presentation. So, so that's the fourth. And then, um, I know that that influence and, and we can go and talk about that for days and, uh, but um, let's jump into the the fifth ward and. Well, the and, fifth uh, ward, perfect. The fifth, so, so our system, which it is a complete system for chiropractors. So this, the first four words is about the presenter, the presentation, and the performance. Right, the presenter, the doctor, the presentation, the talk, the performance, the deliver the talk, and the fifth word is about uh, the business of speaking. Because now, guess what? You gotta get talks. You gotta register people. You wanna make sure people who are registered show up. So we have the whole, the whole like we have website. We we help uh, doctors to say, hey man, you gotta have a speaker page. Here's the elements that you gotta have. Here's a script that you need your assistant to call people out. And I speak a lot, so we like to teach our doctors exactly what we do. And and and, and the fastest way the most effective way for doctors to get speaking gigs is for them to expand how they view themselves and embrace the idea that, yes, you're, you're a doctor of a chiropractic and a professional speaker. Because some of you are speaking as much, as many times as a professional speaker. So the moment your audience, the moment your friends on Facebook, the moment your friends on LinkedIn, the moment your neighbors see you as a doctor and as a speaker, yes, it's not one another, it's both, then they're going to open up the doors for you to come and speak in their office. I promise that. Or their company. I promise that. They just, right now, most, most of the doctors, they don't receive speaking invitations because they, they don't see themselves as someone who can walk in a room and provide massive value with the talk and obviously uh, massive value with the care later on. So you have to make that shift psychologically. You have to expand how you see yourself. You have to expand your identity. You just have to. Roberto, I love it, man. Um, this is such good information. I mean, I, I've been taking notes the whole time. So uh, I really appreciate it. I know that you've that the people listening today are going to get a ton of value from this. If if someone out there really wants to work on their skills and they want to connect with you, um, what's the best way that they should they should connect with you if they want to do some classes with you? 
Yeah, the best way, you can go to www.influenceology.com. That's our major site, influenceology.com. And my email is roberto, roberto, like Robert with a big O in the end, at influenceology.com. And I can connect me. I'm very active in all social medias, Facebook, uh, type it up Influenceology, YouTube, very active, Instagram, very active, and uh, we can connect there as well. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Scott, thank you very much for this interview. I learned a lot. I will tell you right away what I loved the most about Roberto, and that is through all of his speaking engagements you know, with Tony Robbins and everything that he mentions, all of his words carefully selected and chosen with a very specific meaning. I've, I appreciate that. As, as somebody who speaks a lot, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, you said at the beginning that you probably heard um, that you have to have purpose and meaning when you're speaking and taking someone from A to B. One of the things I love about Roberto is he's just passionate about what he, what he says and what he teaches and what he trains. But if you're a chiropractor listening to this and you you know, don't have a clear-cut presentation or really understand how important it is to know what you're saying and the meaning of every word and how to take someone from A to B and make sure that you're you're essentially bringing them back to the office and closing them and helping them with their health. And if you're not getting the word out, you need to reach out to Roberto or, or go out and figure out a way to, to put a presentation in place that's actually gonna get um, your patients in the office, right, Andrew? I mean, it's just it's just so important. All the chiropractors we talk to, this is a this is something that you need to be doing to get in front of people. Those presentation skills are so important because everyone in this industry, everyone who is an entrepreneur, you know, you're a marketer yourself. And speaking of which, I mean, we're marketing professionals. Yeah, absolutely. So if you know, if anyone out there, the chiropractors out there listening to this, they want to learn more about what we do, Andrew and how we help chiropractors not only bring in new patients to their practice, but also getting their patients to become lifelong patients that we talk about all the time. They should reach out to us, www.getviral.com or scott at getviral.com. Perfect. With that, we'll leave you for this week with uh, another exciting episode of the Entrepreneurial Chiropractor Podcast. I have been Andrew Alex. And I am Scott Slari. And we'll see you all next week. Take care.